Hey, how's it going today, guys? This is Brandon, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast. I'm here to discuss some NFL Week 12 recap as well as some Week 13 preview. But before we get into that content, let's just talk about a couple of the sponsors we have. Uh, one of our newest sponsors is going to be BetUS. If you guys don't know who BetUS is, they are one of the oldest sports betting organizations on the market. Really good for sports betting, sports gambling, anything of that nature. If you're interested, definitely check them out. There will be a link in the description with some really cool promotions and thing going on as well. Check those guys out. Now, also, we have another sponsorship with Off The Ball Network. If you guys want to check them out, they have tons and tons of sports-related content, whether it be like football, baseball, basketball, thing to do, wrestling, all that kind of stuff. So if you're interested in nice, open discussions, debates, things of that nature about anything sports, go ahead and check those guys out as well. But... One more thing, we just want to thank you guys for all of the support. Right now, we're approaching 15,000 subscribers, so man, we're really thankful and grateful for the opportunity, and we just really appreciate the feedback and all the people liking, commenting, and subscribing. You guys are awesome, and if you're not subscribed, go ahead and hit that subscription button, like the video, comment, leave some feedback. We really would like to hear y'all feedback. We'd love to have discussions with you guys and see what y'all like and see what y'all don't like. But without further ado, let's get into week 12. So if we're going to get into a week 12 recap, first game I want to talk about because it had some other implications to it as well was uh, Carolina at Tennessee. Uh, Not really a stellar matchup. Tennessee's sitting at four wins right now after this win. Carolina slips to have another loss. They've slipped to one and 10 on the season, a very... Just disastrous season for them as a whole, man. They're depleted, lack of uh, talent, injuries, man. They're just, they don't have depth. They, they're hurting in a lot of areas. But the craziest thing about it is they fired their head coach, Frank Reich, 12 weeks into the season. I don't understand that. I mean, you brought Frank Reich in with the understanding that it was going to be a rebuild. And uh, Carolina really doesn't have a whole lot of weapons for Bryce Young to use. And his offensive line has not blocked him really well at all this year. So, I mean, I don't know why you let him go, especially not even a full season into his contract. Like, you cut him loose. But it seems like this owner has the same tendency, even with his other teams he owns and organizes as well. Uh, I think Frank Reich is a really good coach. Uh, We all know that uh, Frank Reich did not want Bryce Young. Frank Reich wanted C.J. Stroud, and upper management, a.k.a. ownership, didn't want that. They wanted to push for Bryce, so they pushed for Bryce Young. Frank Reich couldn't get the quarterback that he wanted, even though I think Bryce Young is a really good quarterback. And uh, it was just a disaster for them all year. But I really think Frank Reich could have gotten this team together. And I don't know where he's going to end up after this year. Uh, Just had a really bad luck, man. Uh, Things didn't go well for him in Indianapolis. He gets a fresh start in Carolina, but from what we're hearing and the things he's been saying, I mean, it may not have been that fresh of a start. It doesn't sound like he had a whole lot of say-so in who they were drafting or who they were signing and things of that nature. Uh, but not too much else to speak of besides that. Uh, Bryce threw for just short of 200 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. They fall to 1-10. Tennessee improves to 4-7 and seven on the year. Both teams are sitting in last place in their respective divisions, but... I digress. Let's move on to the next matchup. Next matchup is Buffalo at Philadelphia. This, uh, on paper, not looking at records, just talent-wise, I mean, man, this is a really good matchup. 
And, I mean, it lived up to the hype, man. Uh, Buffalo lost his game by three points, 37-34, went down to the wire. Man, Josh Allen had a pretty good game, man. He threw for 339, two touchdowns, a pick. He ran for 81 yards and as well as another two touchdowns. Gabe Davis ended up catching for 105 yards and a touchdown. But Jalen Hurts, man, just Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith, a really deadly connection. Hurts completes 200 yards, three touchdowns, one pick, and freaking Devontae Smith, 106 yards and a touchdown, man. The Eagles are on a mission. They're only sitting at 10-1 and one on the year, so then they're on a roll. Man, going into this game, Buffalo had a three-game winning streak, and, man, they almost squeaked one out. They only lost by three, so I think Buffalo's better than what their record is, but... Man, six and six, man. They're sitting behind Miami. I want to say Miami's about eight and three up to this point. I'm not sure what their record is, but man, Buffalo needs to get it together, man. If they want to be able to squeak in a playoff spot, the AFC North is really competitive. So I don't know if Buffalo will be able to get in the playoffs if they keep losing games like these. But nonetheless, really good matchup. Philadelphia improves to ten and one on the season. Let's move on to the next matchup. Next matchup I've got is the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to Houston to take on the Houston Texans. Man, this has got to be one of my favorite matchups of the year. Really good game. Jacksonville pulls out a 24-21 victory over Houston. Man, Trevor Lawrence throws for 364 yards, touchdown, and a pick. But, man, C.J. Stroud just continues to make me look good with my rookie of the year prediction before the season throws for 304 yards two touchdowns no interceptions man Jacksonville just had a little bit more in the tank man I think Houston's a really good team really young really hungry but Jacksonville's just a bit more complete they've got some good veteran leadership Trevor Lawrence is playing really good this year and he's proving you know why they take they drafted him that high I mean he's a really good quarterback he's a generational quarterback and he's got Jacksonville sitting really good at eight and three Houston falls to six and five, but they're they're still in the playoff hope. They're sitting at third behind Jacksonville and Indianapolis, but they still have a chance nonetheless. I really hope Houston can find a way in the playoffs, man. CJ Stroud has played stellar all year, man. Just like I said before the season, man, pro ready, calm, poised, can make throws. He puts the team on his back, man. He is really awesome. And I really look forward to seeing how they finish out the season as well. But we can get into our last matchup. Last matchup, I'll give kudos to Cam here. We'll talk about his Baltimore Ravens. As they picked up a really good victory, man. They beat they beat they beat uh the Chargers 20 to 10, man. Baltimore improves to nine and three on the season, and the Chargers fall to four and seven. Lamar Jackson, nothing crazy. He threw for 177 yards and a touchdown. And Justin Herbert didn't seem to have a bad game, man. 217, a touchdown, and a pick. But, man, the Chargers cannot stop anybody, man. And, I mean, when you're starting to talk about the Chargers, the Chargers are loaded with talent, man. Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, they're loaded. I've been saying this. The Chargers have one of the most complete rosters in the NFL, especially in the NFC, man. But, man, I've been saying this for a long time, and I'm going to continue to talk about this. Brandon Staley needs to go. There's no excuse why this team is in fourth place in the AFC West, behind the Vegas Raiders, behind the Denver Broncos. If you're just going off of just pure talent and roster depth, man, the Chargers should be right behind the Chiefs, man, because they're loaded. 
But I feel like as long as you have Brandon Staley running that team, you're never going to get the full potential out of Justin Herbert. And you're never going to get the full potential out of a loaded roster in the AFC. Because, man, if they play up to their potential and they have the right coach in the right place, this team's a viable threat to come out of the AFC and go to the Super Bowl for sure. Uh, I love Justin Herbert. I love what he can do. I love his ability. I like what he is able to do on any given Sunday. But uh, as long as Brandon Staley is there, man, he's going to completely hold them back. And, man, I just think he's on the hot seat, man. I don't know what where he'll be at, if he'll be brought back after this season. But I guess we're going to have to wait and see and find out. But we're going to move forward through Week 12. And we're going to go forward to our Week 13 preview. I've picked about four games think some pretty good matchups and we'll kind of go through and discuss them where we think who's going to win and whatnot. So our first game we've got is the 8-3 49ers going to Philly to take on the 10-1 Eagles. Uh, man, the 49ers have started to gain some more steam. As you guys know before the season, 49ers were kind of my sleeper pick to come out of the NFC. They've kind of calmed down. They lost some steam there for a while. Then they dropped two or three in a row at one point. But man, they're on a three-game winning streak. They're sitting there eight and three, man. They're going to play in a hostile environment, taking on Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I think the 49ers match up really well with the Eagles. I think they got a really loaded roster, regardless. But my thing is, can the 49ers offense put up points and possibly go into a shootout with the Eagles? Uh, I don't know. I think the 49ers have a really good defense. But uh, can they contain Jalen Hurts in the pass game? Can they contain that that pass run game between him and DeAndre Swift? And can they contain A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, guys like that? Uh, really interesting matchup, man. I would love to see the 49ers squeak out, squeak out a W. And I don't think it's impossible. But, man, you're going to Philly to play them at home. Already a hostile environment. You're already playing a really talented, if not the most talented team in the league. Uh, I'd like to see the 49ers pull this one out, man. But if I'm going to go out on a whim, I'm going to pick Philly. I don't think it'll be a blowout. But I think Philly wins in convincing fashion. I'd say by at least 7 to 10 points. Now, if we're going to go to matchup number two, maybe not a big matchup on paper, but nonetheless, I think it's a good matchup nonetheless. We got the Denver Broncos traveling to Houston to take on the Texans. Uh, both of these teams are sitting at six and five on the season. The crazy thing is Denver is sitting at second place in the AFC West behind Kansas City. Man, as much dysphoria and collapsing we thought we were going to see from Denver, especially early on, man. They were losing a lot of games that they should not have been losing, and it just seemed like they were just going to fully collapse. Yeah, Denver is on a five-game winning streak. They are sitting at 6-5 and five right now, possibly pushing to be squeaking in for an extra playoff spot, man. Uh, I like what Denver's been doing, man. Their defense has really stepped up, and they've really helped. And Russell Wilson has not been perfect, but he's played better, man. Hasn't been turning the ball over as much, and their defense has just really done really well at keeping them in games. I'm pleasantly surprised, to say the least, to see that, one, they've got a winning record, and, two, the fact that they've rattled off five in a row is insane. And, man, we just got done talking about Houston, but I really like what they're doing. That offense is really explosive between Stroud Singletary, Tank Dell, Robert Woods. They have tons of weapons, man. I would love to see Houston pull out a win here. 
Uh, I don't know how Denver's going to contain Houston offense. I feel like they're pretty explosive and they can score points. And, man, C.J. Stroud can make a lot of those throws that, man, doesn't look like some of these other guys can. Uh, I think it'll be a really good matchup. I think Denver could pull it out. But, honestly, I'm going to go with Houston, man. It's at home. Houston's playing good football. They barely they lost a nail biter to Jacksonville 24-21 last week. I've got Houston getting the win here at home, improving the 7-5 and five on the season, bringing Denver to 500 with a record of 6-6. Six and six. Now, another game I want to talk about. From a matchup standpoint, maybe not the greatest matchup, but I got Detroit at New Orleans. Detroit is sitting at 8-3 and three on the season. The Saints... They're trying to hold on to maybe getting to the playoffs at 5-6. and six. Last week, we seen Detroit lost a uh, heartbreaker to the Green Bay Packers in, in a divisional matchup. But, man, that's only their third loss on the season. The Saints are sitting with a two-game losing streak going to New Orleans to play Detroit. Uh, man, I don't know what we're going to expect from New Orleans, man. Uh, with Derek Carr and Jameis Winston and all of this up and down, it doesn't seem like New Orleans really has an identity, especially on offense, man. They just can't get things going. There's moments where it's like, oh, man, they could really do something. And then there's just a lot of other moments like, what are we doing? Like, what is going on? Where's the momentum? Where Where's the camaraderie? Where's the chemistry? Uh, New Orleans is a re- in a really weird spot. They're sitting behind Atlanta. Pretty much same record, 5-6 and six in the year. I don't see them winning this game, man. It would be nice to see them win this game. But, man, this is the first time Detroit's been in the first place spot in so long. I I can't even remember the last time Detroit was even this good. I don't know. I don't think New Orleans can go blow for blow with Detroit. I just think they're really loaded on offense. They can score points in in a hurry. Not to discredit the Saints' defense, but if I've got to go out on a whim and just go with my gut, man, you've got to go Detroit here, man. They're 8-3. I know they're going to New Orleans. Loud, hostile environment. I just don't see the Saints being able to go blow, blow for blow or being able to contain Detroit's offense enough to be able to pull up the win. I've got Detroit. I've got them improving to nine and three on the year, and I've got New Orleans falling to five and seven after this one. But my last game of the, pretty much my last game of the preview, man, I think is a really good matchup, which could be a trap game for the home team, and that's Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Man, Cincinnati has been up and down all year, man. And now Joe Burrow is out for the season. They were my Super Bowl pick. Uh, Joe Burrow was my MVP pick. And uh, right now, I'm not looking very smart. Obviously, a lot of things have transpired in between time. Cincinnati is on a three-game losing streak. Like I said before, Jacksonville won a good game against the Houston Texans last week. (sighs) Where do I start, man? I think Cincinnati's got a good team. Jacksonville's sitting in a really good place. Uh, if Cincinnati had Joe Burrow, I'd probably be a lot more confident to pick them to upset the Jags. But now that I really think about it, man, like Jacksonville's playing good football, man. Their defense is playing good. Their offense is rolling with Lawrence and Kirk and Etienne, all those guys, man. I don't, I don't know who the Bengals are right now. They're sitting at five and six on a three-game losing streak. Where do they go from here? Can they contain Trevor Lawrence? Can they score points in that Jaguars defense? Like, that's a really good question, man. Uh, and I really didn't think about I think I may have forgotten that Joe Burrow was out for the season. I don't know how. But, man, uh, I would love to see the Bengals snap this losing streak 
and everything in my gut wants to pick them. But man, I just, when I'm looking at the matchup and I'm looking at who's in, who's out, who's playing well and who's not, I don't think I have enough to go off of to go with Cincinnati to win this game. Oh man, I've got to go Jacksonville, man. They improved the nine and three on the season. They have a, a good firm grip on that first place spot in the AFC South. And yeah, I've got the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. It really sucks that uh, Burrow's out for the season. And I hope that maybe they can, maybe they will win this game. Maybe they could find a way to squeak into the playoffs. You never know, man, especially late in the year like this, man. There's so many crazy things that happen. Teams put rallies together, man. Sometimes teams can get a late playoff push at the end of the season when you don't think they can. A lot of crazy things could happen. And I'm really curious to see, man. Maybe they can turn it around. I don't know, but we'll see, man. But yeah, that's our NFL tweet week 12 recap, as well as our week 13 preview. Uh, it was really nice to be able to sit down and talk football with you guys. It's always fun to be able to talk and discuss prop past games and talk about future matchups. But man, thank you guys for all of your awesome support. Like I said, we're pushing 15,000. So we would greatly appreciate, man, hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to like, comment. Don't forget to hit that bell notification so you don't miss a beat. Man, it really seems like you guys are liking shorts, so we're going to continue to pump out all kinds of shorts from all of our top moments, as well as a lot of hot takes we've got. we got a lot of Hall of Fame cases, a lot of our postseason picks, all kinds of things, uh, draft bus reconsiderations, man. Uh, go check our shorts out. If you don't want to watch shorts, you want more lengthy videos, we have our What If series. We have our preseason predictions. Maybe you can kind of see where our picks line up, and maybe... We'll see who picked better going into the regular season. And as we go towards the end of the regular season here, uh, we've got the What If series. We have those videos. We have NFL content. We have college content. We have all kinds of stuff to suit all of your needs. Don't forget, guys, I forgot to mention it earlier. We are on a lot of these podcast streams as well. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon Music. We're on all of these different things. So you don't just have to go through YouTube. If you want to listen to us while you drive or while you work out, man, hop on Spotify, man. We've got all our episodes uploaded on there. Check it out. Man, I think you guys will really enjoy it. Don't forget, like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell notification. Thank you guys for all the awesome support. We're truly grateful and humbled by this opportunity. And we love you guys. We love your support. We love your feedback. And man, don't forget, just check out our content and you guys will really like it. Y'all have an awesome day. This is Brandon signing off.